0: Visit ActiveSkinRepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and to get 20% off your order, use code CLUTTERFREE. Again, that's ActiveSkinRepair.com and use code CLUTTERFREE to get 20% off your order. You're listening to The Wannabe Minimalist Show with Deanna Yates, episode number 107. On today's episode, I'm chatting with Ashley Brown about all things routine. If you've wanted your home to run smoother, make lasting changes in your life, or just get more done, finding the right routine might be the little thing that's missing. Listen to today's episode to see what Ashley recommends we do to make life work better for us. Well, hello there, my wannabe minimalist friend. Welcome back to the show. I am so excited to have you here today. If this is your first time here, I hope you walk away with some inspiration and ideas that you can use in your life to move it forward. Today's topic is one of my favorite things to discuss. I'm talking routines with Ashley Brown. Routines and habits are one of the things that I resisted in my life for way too long, and I am almost embarrassed by how long it took me to figure out that routines are the things that make life easier and not the things that hold you back. However, routines are not always the easiest to set up, nor do we always get it right the first time, as you will hear Ashley and I discuss. But once you start to get them right, oh my gosh, they are so worth it. And that's what I hope you can walk away from today's show understanding. Ashley Brown is a mom of two, author of the Routine Building Handbook, and owner of Routine and Things, which serves to help women get organized into routine so that they can enjoy the heck out of life. Ashley knows when women feel good, the world is better for it. She is on a mission to see as many women as possible organize their life one routine at a time. I don't want to spoil it, so I won't say much more, but give it a listen, and when you're done, head over to wannabeclutterfree.com slash 107 to get the show notes for today's episode with links to Ashley's website, her routine assessment, and the app that she recommends. Again, you can find it all at wannabeclutterfree.com forward slash the number 107. And now let's get to our conversation. Hi, Ashley. Thank you so much for joining me on the Wannabe Minimalist show today.
1: Thank you for having me, Deanna. I'm super excited to it.
0: Me too. So you talk about one of the topics that is near and dear to my heart. But before we dive into that, how about you tell me about yourself and what led you to this journey of helping people create better
1: routines? Yes. So my name is Ashley Brown and I live in Baltimore, Maryland with my family, my husband, my two girls, ages, they're almost three and five and they're getting big. So that makes me a little bit sad, but also happy at the same time. But um, how I got started with routine and things, which is all about helping women get organized and into routine Is through a very rough patch in my life as a stay at home mom. Um, I was a stay at home mom for about two and a half years. And during that transition, it was just super rough and life became very unmanageable. And my way of getting back to enjoying my life and feeling really good in the management of my life was through routines, which I honestly stumbled upon. I tried a lot of different things, but routines stuck. A lot of trial and error, but I saw how powerful they were in really helping me live life with ease and that transition into more enjoyment and so that's how I got started with this business. I went to help women do the same
0: I love it oh okay, so you are speaking my language with routines so I feel the same way, you know, for me, we'll get a little bit into that a little bit later, about why I resisted routines so much starting out. Cause I think a lot of people have the same idea, but let's talk about, let's start with positives. So let's talk about what are some of your favorite routines? Is there one in particular that made the biggest difference in your life or what were the ones you started with? Um, you know, what are some of your favorites?
1: Yeah. So I, um, I have, a. Hmm, let me see, I have probably about a good seven routines or staples in my life. Um, and that's really about it. But my favorite ones, I would have to say, are my bedtime routine and then my planning routine. Those are my favorite. I do like my morning too, but I'm a slow riser. And so it's just more so about easing into the morning. But my bedtime routine absolutely changed my life. And also keeping up with planning has been a huge game changer for me too. So those are the routines I absolutely love. And what's so funny is that when I was first building my routines during my stay at home mom um, journey and just part of my life, the routines that I started or the first one was a planning routine. And then I also had a morning routine that I started during that time that worked wonders at that time.
0: Hmm, Great. So is your bedtime
1: routine for yourself or for your daughter's? No. So my bedtime routine is for myself. Now we do have our daughters on a bedtime routine, but mine is just for myself. And and one thing that I do in my bedtime routine that has really helped is meditate. So Mm. that has been a real huge game changer. I use um, the Chopra app, which is really awesome. So yeah. Okay.
0: All right. Well, we'll make sure I get the link from you for that. So I can link to it in case other people want to check it out as well. So awesome. Okay. Was there a routine that you started Or, or I guess when you were starting out, we're talking about all of this trial and error, right? So I do, I did the same thing. Right. And I think that's just common. You have to try things on and see if they fit because again, something that works for someone else might not work for you. You know, you might have different number of children. You might have different work situations. You might have different familial situations where you have more people living in the house or something like that. So I get that there are, there's no cookie cutter, one size fits all. Um, but was there a routine that you tried and just,
1: just didn't work for you? One routine that I struggled with for a while was an exercise routine that mm. one, oh my gosh. Like it took me a while. Cause I would start it would just go away and I would start again and then it would just go away. And what I realized about it was that I needed to make it simpler, but mm. also I needed to release the pressure. That was a huge thing for me. It's like releasing the pressure of having, like being like, oh, I have to stick to it and understanding that I can move this routine around. Like I can do it in the morning, one day I can do it in the afternoon. It just depends on my schedule, what's going on with my family, what's going on with myself. And so releasing that pressure and, and realizing that, you know, really focusing on the outcome. Like I, I know I need more energy sometimes in my day. And I also know that exercise really helps me be my best self. I do not feel like myself when I don't exercise. And so understanding like that's the outcome I'm trying to get. So I don't have to hold so strong to a certain type of exercise because I remember trying to do like yoga at one point. And I was like, this is not working. I don't want to do this. And so then I was like, you know what? Do whatever exercise you feel like for the day. And so then when I realized that it was all about just moving my body versus doing a particular exercise that helped me as well to continue to exercise on a regular basis and how often I needed to. So that was one that I struggled with, but releasing the pressure and having that flexibility really helped.
0: Hmm, interesting. It's interesting that you just, you talked about it just being almost a mind shift, right? Uh, versus the act of having to do the routine versus like, what do I want? Why am I even doing this routine in the first place really kind of made you be able to buy in and continue to do it. Um, exactly. and I like that releasing the pressure because we do, I think, especially as moms, we put so much pressure on ourselves to get things right to do things right to be everything to everyone and you know society tells us that we can do it all and it only takes 30 minutes you know
1: <laughs> right which is totally false and just so an illusion
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so awesome well i appreciate that you opened up that you did um you know have routines that didn't work at first but you did figure out a way to fix them. Have you always been into health and working out or was that something that you kind of took on as later in life? You know how life doesn't stick to a schedule? Well, why should your paycheck? That's where EarnIn comes in. It's an app that lets you access the money you've earned right when you need it, not just on payday. Imagine this, your dog suddenly needs a vet or your kid has a little accident and needs a dentist, ASAP. We've been there, and waiting for your payday in those situations just doesn't make sense, and it adds unnecessary stress. With earnin you can pull up to $100 per day or up to $750 each pay period directly from your earnings without the crazy fees or interest rates. It's super simple. Download the earnin app, verify your paycheck, and get access to your earnings as you earn them. You decide what to tip, and whatever you use gets settled on your next payday. More than 3.5 million users are finding relief and a sense of security with EarnIn, calling it a lifeline for financial stability. That peace of mind, it's priceless, and it could be yours. Ready to give it a try? Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the EarnIn app, type in clutter under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help out the show. That's clutter under podcast. EarnIn is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC.
2: Oh, hey, everybody. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from toddler purgatory. Two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings, who sometimes feel stuck. And now we're back.
3: So join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Get out of there, life gunk. Let us help you get back to your best creative self. Look for Unsticking It with Blair
0: and Molly, wherever you listen to podcasts starting in January. Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life sucks.
1: Oh, so I've been working out for a while. I think I started working out because I've always been, when I was younger, I was super skinny. Like so, so to me, it was like, why do I need to exercise? Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I was always outside and I was into like, I was on in dance. I was on a dance squad and things like that. So I was very skinny, but it was, wasn't until, um, really in the, in my, what was it? College years in my college years where I was like, oh, I started picking up weight because you got that freshman 15. And then you're like, wait, I'm getting a little bit too big for me, right? And that's just my opinion. Like I need to, you know, get a little bit more healthy, make sure I keep my weight under control for my health. And so that's when I started to really factor in exercise. So it's been a part of my life, but it's always been like this up and down thing, Mm -hmm. right, seasonally. But just recently in the past, I would say about six months, I've been very, very consistent with it. Got it.
0: Yeah. I feel like I'm at the point where I've always worked out and watched my health and everything. Um, but I feel like I'm at the point now where I'm doing exercise more from a longevity standpoint, more of like, I don't want to lose the momentum, the movement, the flexibility that I have. So for me now it has shifted more from a, um, you know, getting a gain to keeping the, like how I am exactly. now. I'm like, Oh gosh, time exactly. is time goes fast. And I think time that's what routines can help with us because, um, I think when we have this moment of like, we've got all this chunk of time, right. We've got so much time. Life is life feels like, you know, 10 years feels like a long time from now but it really can catch up with us fast. And that I think is the beauty of routines because you start then to form these habits and they just become part of your daily life. And then like, like you were saying, when you were little, you were doing dance, you were outside, you were doing all this stuff. You were doing the routine. You were doing the exercise routine. You just didn't realize it because it was just part of your everyday life. And I think that is the beauty of routines. So if we have somebody that's listening to this and they are like, okay, the, I'm sold. This sounds great, but what do I even do? How do I even start? What do you tell people that are just starting out?
1: I always tell people to first assess what they need and what they don't need in mm-hmm. terms of a routine. Um, because we can think that we need a certain routine in our life without assessing first where we are in life, because in certain seasons of life, we're going to need things more than in other seasons. And so it's really important to start thinking about where are you where are you in your life right now like where do you feel like you are having Um, wins in your life, like what things are going smooth in your life. I like to start there with the positive. What is going smooth? Where do you feel like you're in flow? And then what are the parts of your life that don't feel as much in flow? And so that may be your morning. That may seem chaotic. That may be at nighttime. You can't seem to turn off Netflix. That may be right. You may struggle with doing the laundry and getting that done. So where do you not feel in flow? And a routine can help you in that part of your life. But that's always the place to start, because sometimes if we don't assess where we are and what we truly need, we will create a routine that is not supportive um, to us as much as another routine could be. That's really going to be helpful. Hmm. Okay,
0: All right. So what happens when people say, because I hear this one a lot, but I'm just too stressed. I've already got so much going on. I can't add something else to my plate. I just I'm barely making it through my days as is i don't have time to sit down and assess and figure out what what's going well i'm just i'm so stressed
1: yeah so I I hear this as well, for sure. And if you're feeling this right now, you're like, oh, I am super stressed, actually, and you're telling me to assess. It's all about um, shifting your perspective, because although it is something that you have to do, and yes, that is very true, that it is an an additional thing on your plate, it's the solution that's on your plate, though, right? Like, versus it being something else that's not really going to be helpful to you you have the opportunity to solve the issue or problem that you're feeling, which is the stress. Mm -hmm. And so when you think about it that way, thinking about it as a solution that's on your plate versus just an extra thing that can be helpful. But also when you are in seasons of really tremendous overwhelm and stress, what you want to think about is putting one foot in front of the other, one step at a time. So if you feel as if, you know, today you're like, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to really pay attention to what goes well today. That's enough. Tomorrow I'm going to pay attention to what is not flowing so well. The next day I'm going to decide, you know, this is the routine that I want the next day. Then I'm going to decide what type of outcome do I want from the routine that I want to build. Right. So it's all about putting one foot in front of the other, not putting a lot on your plate at one time, but like taking it step-by-step chunk by chunk. Right. And figuring
0: out where those guilty pleasures are that you're doing during the day that is wasting all that time, right? I mean, I think we all are guilty of it. I myself am included. My guilty pleasures read it and I have to like turn it off before I go to bed because I just am like, You know, I can just get so wound up in it. And it's just easy because it just flows one thing to the next, just like Netflix. Uh, It goes right into the next one. You have five seconds to turn it off. And if you don't catch it now, you're already halfway into the next episode. You might as well just finish it. So um, I think it's those little things that we can do to help ourselves as well. Um, You know, going to the settings and turning off autoplay on Netflix, going into your computer or your phone and turning on like reminders to go to bed so that you Mm -hmm. just get just a little, even if it's just a slight interruption to get you to kind of jump out of that time-wasting thing can kind of help us, give us a little bit of time so that we can start planning these routines as well.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So my other naysayer problem, and this is what I really struggled with when I started out with routines was but isn't a routine going to make my life boring and monotonous? Isn't everything every day going to be the same? Isn't it just going to, you know, aren't I just going to feel like I'm going through the motions at some point? Like, why should I set up these routines? I think I'm, it's just going to be make life really boring.
1: What do you say to those people? If your life gets boring, please call me because I don't <laughs> know anybody's life that's boring. That is the, for the, that's a fact problems and challenges arise on a consistent basis in life. And so if you can have some things that are boring, give it to me. I want it. If (laughs) I can have some things in my life that stay basically the same, because I know the next day I'm going to have to put out this tiny fire that pops up. I'm okay with that. Right. And so that's how I think about routines. First of all, I don't think routines Mm -hmm. have to be boring. I'm a huge proponent for make your routines fun. If they're boring to you, then you're making them boring. So make them more fun and so that's my two cents on that routines are support systems in your life Mm. right so if you think about them as support instead of these this monotonous thing that you're doing that's going to be better for you routines can really help ease a lot of stress and anxiety and overwhelm just that mental load that we have on us constantly, it can help to ease that. And so really thinking about, would you rather have some things that you do that are the same, or would you rather have the ups and downs and ups and downs? That's not healthy for us as people to constantly have this shifting of now I'm going to do this and switch into to this. And it's always this switching in our minds that creates a lot of confusion and overwhelm. And so don't think about routines as born in and restrictive. Please think about them as support systems in your life that are going to help you to manage life well and make you feel better. And like I said, I'll take born any day with this life.
0: Oh, I love that. Oh my gosh. So good. Um, okay. That answer was fantastic. (laughs) I, I absolutely love that, that shift because yes, I would, I would 100% am on board. I would much rather have a little bit of boring in my life than complete chaos and stress. Um yes, yeah. I am I am not a drama person. I don't like to attract drama. So, um yes, I that Awesome perspective shift. I love that. Thank you for bringing that, uh, to us today. That was great. Yes. Um, okay. So my next question to you is great. We've started a system. We've started a routine. We've kind of looked at, you know, how we can outlay some of these steps. What do you recommend or how do you recommend people keep up with a routine once they've started? Mm, like something yes. happens, right? Like, so I start a routine and, um, You know, something comes up one day and then it throws me off or, you know, what should we expect as we start these routines? Because I think that idea of knowing that it's not going to be perfect right away is helpful, too.
2: Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts.
3: No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, there is a lot to unpack.
1: Yes, exactly. And that's what I was going to say. You have to give yourself permission to start again. Anytime you're thinking about routine building and wanting to add routines into your life to better your life and make your life a bit easier, routines are, they're going to be trial and error. That's a normal part of routine building, right? Because sometimes when we think about Things in our head or we write them on paper, they don't translate when we go to act them out actually in life. And so it's okay when you start a routine for you to have bumps along the road. That is going to be a normal thing. You're going to have roadblocks that come up at times, whether that's your tire, whether that's an appointment came up and now you can't do the routine at a certain time. There's going to be things that happen. But if you always say to yourself, I give myself permission to start again, right? Right. Routines are hugely about mindset shifting when it comes to maintaining your routines. If you have the mindset and give yourself permission to start again and permission to not be so hard on yourself and to be human, you will see that you're more consistent with your routines because there's always another opportunity for you to do it again or to start again. And so that's one of the things that I preach so much is like, don't be such a um, hard critic on yourself. Don't have this mindset that says that you have to do your routine every day, or that means you didn't do it. No, a routine does not have to be done every single day in order for you to get the outcome that you desire. It depends on how often you need to do the routine. And that's going to be from person to person. So remember, as you're doing your routine, it's not so much about you sticking to it every day. It's more so about you strengthening your consistency, which is by getting over these roadblocks that sometimes come up time and time again. And that's what I, that's what I like to say to focus on is the consistency and just strengthening that.
0: Hmm. Yeah,
1: that's great. Consistency.
0: And consistency doesn't mean, like you said, every day, it just means that you go back to the routine. Forgive yourself for missing a day or whatever. Don't be so hard on yourself. I love that you said that we are all human. 100%. We are all human and we are just doing the best we can on a daily basis. (laughs) Usually. Um, Great. How long does it normally take for a routine to kind of set into place? Like, I know some people say it, there's a certain number of days. Some people, you know, don't agree with that. What do you think? How long do you think it takes a routine to cement into place? And how do you know if it's working or if we need to change it?
1: Mm. So I don't really have a number for where, when a routine really sets in place. I think that depends on you as a person, how often you're doing the routine, Mm -hmm. because if you're, if you have a weekly routine, the routine, you do it weekly, then it may take a little bit longer for it to set in, but it's not so much about thinking about when it's going to set in. It's about just maintaining the consistency. If you just focus on committing to the consistency and being consistent with your routine, don't worry so much about when it's going to set in because you're more focused on let me do the routine. I plan to do it this day. So let me do it and just keep that up. Um, But when you know a routine is working versus when it's not, I'll say it's working when you feel in flow, when you're when. And we all know what it feels like to feel in flow. It's like it's not as challenging for you to start it. You can maintain it. You're feeling like this is really becoming a part of your life. It's integrating into your life really well to where, yes, you still have to think about doing it, but it's not as much of a hurdle to start it. Now, when, when you know it's not working is when you are struggling greatly to keep that routine going. And it's Mm -hmm. not so much that you're not great at being consistent. It's more so that probably something is off about the routine that needs to be changed. Like for some people I've worked with, it's as simple as, it was just too complicated and they needed to Mm. keep it more simple. So like take out some of the things that they were doing, or maybe it's like you are trying to do a routine in a season of life that can't handle that routine. So I know sometimes some new moms, they want to start Mm. this really grandiose morning routine when they're not getting a lot of sleep and things like that, which is not realistic to their lifestyle. And so really, if you're struggling greatly, that doesn't mean that You're not going to struggle some or have some challenges, but if you seem to be like, I can't keep up with this routine and save my life, that means something needs to change about it. And that's a huge red flag.
0: All right. Good to know. Good to know. Um, Yeah. Great. So let's see. Okay. So we've talked about starting routine, maintaining routine, knowing when we need to change it. Um, And, and I like that you pointed out that there will be some challenge because, we can't grow as humans, I think, unless we're a little uncomfortable. Like if I just wanted to be comfortable, I would sit on the couch all day, but that's not going to make me a great human. So, you know, we have to be a little uncomfortable, I think. So I like that you pointed that out. Thank you very much, Ashley. Well, and I think people are really going to want to know more about you and more about how you form your routines and things like that. So where can people find you?
1: Yes. So you can follow me on Instagram at Routine and Things and also be sure to check out our website, routineandthings.com.
0: Of course. So we will make sure we have links to all of those in the show notes so that everybody can find and follow you. Um and then my favorite way to end all of these interviews is with three rapid fire questions. So the first one is, what does minimalism mean to you?
1: It means keeping things simple.
0: Easy as that, even minimalist in her answer, <laughs> super good. Um, number two, what is one of your favorite pieces of advice, maybe about routines or life in general that you would like to share today that you haven't done so yet?
1: Oh my gosh, look at me. And this is supposed to be rapid fire. I always say, do you, like when I say, do you, that just means do what works for you and stop worrying about everybody else and really yeah. just stay focused on yourself and your family.
0: Yeah. That's a good one. And then what is making you happy right now or in this season of your life?
1: Retaining things, my business and helping women is helping. It's like really making me happy. I love helping women shift and change their lives for the better. It is, it is one of my passions for sure.
0: Oh, so good. Well, Ashley, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been wonderful having you on the show. And I agree. You're speaking, like I said, you're speaking my language, talking about routines and how they can make our lives much easier. And just so we don't have to stress and think so much about what we're going to do. It just kind of happens automatically. And those big goals we set up for ourselves can actually become a reality and become our lives. And I just love that. Um, That's one of my favorite things about routines and habits. So thanks for joining us and thanks for the work you're doing.
1: Thank you, Deanna, for having me.
0: Of course. Have a great day. How'd you like today's show? Are you ready to set up some new routines so you can stop spinning your wheels and start enjoying life more? I'd love to hear your thoughts. Come on over to the wannabe minimalist family group on Facebook and share your favorite routine or a new one that you want to start. I know that summer can be a crazy time. The kids are out of school, schedules are thrown off, the days are longer, and we're kind of just having a little bit more fun. Vacations are in full swing. And honestly, I know even amongst all that chaos is what makes me think it's the perfect time for a reevaluation of our habits and routines. Because sometimes it's really hard to get out of what we're already doing. Habits are really hard to break once we start them. And so we are in a time right now in the summer where we're hitting a reset button, right? It's not what life is like when school goes back in into schedule, into full swing. So you can either try on some new ones or you can plan out routines that you want to start when fall comes around and schools get underway again. So just keep that in mind as you are looking at your schedule. And as always, please reach out if you need any help. I am always here for you. And a special thank you to Ashley for joining us on the show today and for sharing some great advice. Remember, she has a free routine assessment tool that you can access in the show notes. So either grab it wherever you're listening right now or head on over to wannabeclutterfree.com 107. Again, that's wannabeclutterfree.com forward slash the number 107 to get the assessment and find out more about Ashley. And as always, thank you for joining me too. If you made it this far, I would be thrilled if you left me a review on Apple Podcast. Your reviews may make my day, and it helps me be able to book more guests on the show for you to discover and learn from. And with that, I hope you have an absolutely fabulous day. And I hope to see you back here next week for a solo show when I will be discussing some simple tips to help your home run smoother this summer. I'm Deanna Yates, and you've been listening to the wannabe minimalist show. Cheers.